All right, Chase, get in. Are All you right. ready? Yes. Put put your seatbelt on first. Uh, okay. Safety first. Safety first. All right, you got your shells ready and your bananas. <laughs> yes, my banana peels are peeled. My uh, shells are blue. Nice. I'm ready. Perfect. That's what we need. It looks like everyone's lined up here. <sighs> All right, I'll drive and you throw the shells. Got it. Three, two, one. Let's go. looks like we're in the we're doing good right now we're in first place we're just cruising on the rainbow road here and let's use this opportunity since we're so far ahead of everyone now that that we can just talk a little bit about the film so if you haven't noticed this is concession impressions this is a podcast where we review films we literally just watched we just got out of the theater we got in our go-kart we drove onto the road joined a mario race and we are somehow winning thanks to chase's blue shells i guess which you can't throw anymore because we're in first place and his banana peels so welcome to the podcast and we're going to talk about the new movie the super mario bros movie by Universal Picture and beloved character by Nintendo. This is going to be an interesting episode. So actually, Chase, before we uh, continue, can you open up my glove department there? Sure. All right. And can you... I pulled out something. What am I holding in my hand, sir? Uh, well, those are all my parking tickets. You can put those back. Actually, behind those, there's a there's like a mushroom there. You see that? Ooh, I see it. Yeah, get ready to supersize because this is going to be a wild ride. Get it? Because ride mario mario kart we're in a car we're driving is that fun so fun all right well i don't know if that mushroom is poisonous oh shouldn't have eaten it (laughs) luckily we're only 20 minutes away from your place anyways let's jump in right into it chase what do you think what's your initial impressions of the film the mario bros movie my first thought about this is that this film feels like one of the most corporate designed movies ever it is fun but it feels like it's manufactured in a lab yeah i I was gonna say the same thing actually first which is i feel like this movie very much prioritized making a film that would sell and look good and they just kind of like injected it with a lot of nostalgia rather than making a fun interesting story and i think that's the main thing that i was thinking of i think the story was extremely lacking there was like issues with pacing the dialogue was terrible the characters were just poorly written i mean i mean i don't know like you kind of feel like they think that everyone going to watch it knows mario and these characters so we don't need to set up these characters we don't need to define them in any way because they just are expecting you to know who they are yeah they have 
no depth whatsoever. I don't know if it's because they, if the target was mainly children. So they're like, oh, we doesn't really care. Let's make a beautiful movie. And it has Mario in it. And it's kind of fun and silly. So it'll be good. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll be like, hopefully it'll, it'll sell tickets. Well, it did. It did sell quite a lot of tickets. Sold a lot of tickets, yes. It's like, we'll get the kids in there by making this like silly movie. And then we'll get the adults in there by like that just pure nostalgia factor and i think there are so many little bits and pieces of nostalgia that's like sprinkled throughout this movie they would go to a certain area and they'll play like the music from that area they'll play like peach's theme song they'll like have all these like when they're going through the market there's all these little tiny tokens of of nostalgia from all the past games that i thought was really interesting and like i feel like if you were to watch it multiple times you can pick up so many more details but i don't know if you really would want to do that because i don't know like the story is kind of boring i feel like in in my opinion yeah i agree it's 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 just it's a very simple hero's journey there's not much to it you know if you've ever read the hero with a thousand faces and the the very specific arc that that character follows is exactly this arc you know character thrust into an unfamiliar world looking for some reason to prove himself goes on some journey faces trials and tribulations then finds his way back home having changed and then is able to prove that he's become better that's this story to a t and they have some interesting like kind of novel differences like i would say instead of the old wise wizard or old wise sage character which would normally be in this movie you know the obi-wan kenobi to luke skywalker they actually instead used peach as the the wise training character and she's the person who introduces our character to this world and trains him and makes him better but it is so fast you never really feel the tension of any of these moments so it's kind of underwhelming as he goes as mario goes through these different stages of his character development they tried to bite off such a huge story but each scene each section of the film is so short and rushed that I, i was like they go to the castle and it's like oh they kind of set up like oh there's a problem with mario trying to get into the castle or they're gonna try and stop him but then like it doesn't matter because in peach immediately is like hey let him go okay i'm gonna train him okay even though he failed let's go it's just like all these things just kind of don't yeah. make sense it's just like so rushed and just like okay well let's go off and we have to go donkey kong it's gonna be a big journey okay we're already here okay then let's fight donkey kong we need an army okay he wins and then all right we're going back and then we're getting defeated you know like it's just like it's so so quick i just couldn't feel any tension or any even interest in following the story at all i think potentially the real issue isn't that it was really paced that poorly i think the issue was really that it was that they never developed the tension at the heart of the story and so you're never that engaged while you're watching it except from just a purely like oh it's engaging to watch bowser sing a song about peach or it's engaging to watch a cartoon character do some crazy fighting maneuver but you're never emotionally engaged or feel threat on behalf of Mario or even Luigi who is kind of his MacGuffin in this movie is Luigi yeah for those who don't know MacGuffin is a term for an object that everybody wants that is never made clear why it's so valuable to the audience it's just it's the plot device that carries the plot forward I I just think somehow we needed to develop the tension somewhere 
And I guess maybe maybe the failure was that the tension really doesn't impact Mario or his character at all. It really impacts Peach and like her land that's about to be overtaken by an invading force. This just literally came to my mind as you're talking about this, but what would be an interesting thing is like they get into the world and then maybe like Bowser's already attacking the castle or something like that. And then like, oh, the only chance they can have to return back home is to get Donkey Kong to help save them, to help like fight back so then they can like return safely or Bowser's going to destroy the path back home or something like that, you know? like where there's like a threat for for Mario and like everyone like I don't know it just like a ticking time bomb of Peach has to go and save her kingdom or like every minute that she's gone she knows that the toads are being mistreated or something like that yeah exactly I was gonna say slaughtered but that that might be too dark but yeah no I think that would be interesting and I I think in that story who I would want to follow still would be Peach because Peach has more has more stakes yeah I mean honestly she would had a more interesting character I think than Mario in this film anyways like I, I, I think she was more interesting for the most part yeah i completely agree and so did luigi i think too because luigi it's set up at the beginning that luigi's kind of the fuck up brother in the family while mario's kind of the perfect plumber (laughs) and mario doesn't really have that much to prove other than can he be successful in spite of luigi and so even luigi i think is a more interesting character to follow because you know on this journey he could go out into this crazy fantasy world, you know, become a, a hero and then gain that confidence and then come back to the real world and no longer be this kind of failure of a, of a plumber. Yeah, I, I do like it. I mean, I, I, I do think that Luigi would have been a more interesting character to follow or Peach and their stories. And I think, I don't know if this is going into it too early, but I, my next point, actually, I was going to say was Nintendo tried to make films in the past and it didn't turn out too well. This movie did really well. So I, it leads me to believe that they might be like, oh, you know what? This did well and we can like maybe make a few more movies and maybe like do like a Luigi's Mansion film or something like that, right? But I don't know. Do I want that? Because even though they do follow Luigi, for instance, and do a Luigi's Mansion movie and kind of have like a whole story that kind of just follows Luigi and makes that kind of character choice for him would that be interesting it could be but the way that they kind of handled this movie I would be I think disappointed in that film because I think also another big thing is that this movie completely was just trying to promote Universal Studios Mario Land they have the whole ride the mario kart rainbow road thing which is the ride they have in mario land and then in japan in osaka they have a universal studios there which also has a mario land it's a lot bigger and they're about to open up like a dk land which is interesting you know in the movie when they go to dk land and they get on the like the guy just like get in the back of my car i'll drive you to the king which is kind of a weird thing anyways because it's like imagine a person from another kingdom just walks in and is like hey i want to see your king and then they just drive you right to them i don't know it felt kind of weird to me but anyways like I think that whole scene of them driving through it is kind of like a roller coaster and they're going to open up a roller coaster in Japan for the DK land. This is just promoting like, oh, this is what's going to be opening up in Japan soon. I don't know if they want to make another film because I think they're just like, oh, we promoted all our stuff already. So why make another film? Unless they're like, oh, we're going to make a Metroid land or a Zelda land. So we're going to do like a Zelda movie. Do we want that? If it's just going to be a movie that's just purely made to sell games 
games or sell tickets to amusement park rather than like tell an interesting story even though i would love to see a zelda film or a maybe a more interesting mario film or like a luigi's mansion film or you know a more interesting story of one of these Nintendo's franchises or something than like, do we want that? I don't know. Like I'm kind of torn between it. What do you think, Chase? I don't know if I particularly would want it, but I think they're definitely going to make another one, but I hope they get more into like an actual story in the next one. It seems like they were kind of setting up for franchises with this idea of the pipes being kind of a multiverse idea. And so like, I could see them kind of going from Mario world land, to I don't know because there's such different art styles too so like it doesn't like totally track but like they could I suppose go from from that to a Metroid movie or a Zelda movie and then have their like crossover event be Smash Bros working up to a Super Smash Bros movie that would be interesting but I don't know what the story would be because I think I think that is my my question about all of this is maybe the issue is that the main characters of video games and this is kind of like why it's been so difficult to make a video game movie that was like good is that at the center of storytelling requires a character that has growth and development, which is kind of the exact opposite of what video games need. I mean, there's there's growth and development, but it's like skill level growth and development as opposed to like emotional development, you know, or inte- intellectual development, which is usually what you see in the story. There's usually like skill development too. Like obviously like Luke goes from being a non-Jedi to being a Jedi who is capable of fighting on the same level as Darth Vader. But like the other thing that happens is Luke goes from a kind of punk kid to a Jedi master who is very responsible and an adult of sorts. Whereas in this movie, Mario doesn't really have to evolve that much. Mario Bros is definitely their biggest IP probably, but I think they have other really really huge ip like legend of zelda i think zelda is probably the next biggest one yeah which would be interesting like i i'll be down to it i think they could possibly do it right we'll see even if they do kind of mess it up a little bit i think the animation was really well done it was beautiful it was smooth it was colorful like each scene was just packed with so much detail and like stuff but the only thing was it felt so much like pets or something like that in the scene in the beginning when there's the dog it looked just like the the dog from pets you know it looks mm. like they just kind of like are reusing some of those things or like not to say that they look like those movies look bad like the animation looks really nice it looked like a, it was a really well animated film and especially like the rainbow road scene like that was really cool i loved all the colors and it like felt nice it felt fun but then again it's just like you have cool animation you have nostalgia but you just have a really bad story and i think that's just kind of where it is for me I, I totally agree. I think the animation and then some of the the character voice acting are oh, the two that's strongest right. things about this movie. Because like I really enjoyed Jack Black as Bowser. I thought that was genius casting. I thought they completely, totally used Jack Black's kind of personal brand and the Bowser brand and mixed them together so well in the in the most like genius marketing strategy. That song peaches it's literally try like charting on the top of the charts for weeks now (laughs) like the pop chart yeah like it's insane they absolutely manufactured a a pop cultural moment out of this 
and it was genius. I agree with that completely. Jack Black, amazing. I actually did really like Charlie Day's Luigi. And Anya Taylor-Joy, also I enjoyed his Peach. Also, I will say a lot of people were hating on Chris Pratt about his voice, but I will say that it's not terrible. Like it sounded just kind of like Chris Pratt except slightly changed voice, but I I didn't hate it. I will say that. I didn't hate it. However, I would have loved if they kept the original voice actor Charles Martinet. I wish they they kept him as it. You know, he was in the movie, but he wasn't even Mario. I would I would have been so sad if I got a call and they're like, "Hey, we're making a, a live uh, not a live action, but like a feature film of the Mario Bros movie." And he answers the phone and they're like, "We want you to be in it, but we're you're not going to be Mario. You're going to be some guy named Giuseppe." And then just like uh what i've been voicing mario for like 20 30 years now like i'm not gonna be mario in this movie i've been so sad if i was him but especially for chris pratt yeah people yeah i don't know i that's that was a a deeply shady shady moment see because chris pratt doesn't bring anything to this film other than like i guess he's a name that people recognize yeah i mean same thing with seth rogan he just he just sounded like seth rogan right yeah yeah i agree I, but like the, i don't think donkey kong has icon as iconic of a voice that's actor, true right? he, he doesn't really have like a voice so i can it kind of got past me where it's like okay i can see donkey kong sounding like this possibly but then again like seth rogan has played so many different animated characters now that i just feel like i can kind of just see you know Pumbaa from Lion King just like it just it felt like Seth Rogen however right. I, I will say that Keegan-Michael Key I thought he did a good job like you know he did his own I don't know if they like altered his voice as well it was kind of hard to even tell that it was it was him and I think he did a good job Jack Black was marvelous I think definitely the best part of this film for me was his performance in this I think he did a really good job um, yeah, which character was Keegan? He played Toad. Okay. Yeah, they definitely altered his voice, I think. They altered Jack Black's voice, too. They made it deeper and more echoey. You can still hear that it's Jack Black because of his very particular way of talking. Yeah, I, I thought Peach also, like, Anya Teller-Joy's voice acting was good, but I just, like, the only problem I... Like, the main problem I have with this movie is that Peach has, like, no character at all. Like, she's non-existent in this. And then Mario has, like no real story and that combination because they're the characters that were following the entire movie (laughs) made for like such a i don't know it wasn't boring but i just wasn't invested in this at all so like it, it it's kind of the same feeling you get from a roller coaster ironically which is what they're selling where as soon as you get on the ride it's really kind of fun and enjoyable during the ride but then as soon as you get off, you're kind of immediately left with, like, nothing. Yeah, or you'll be like, oh, interesting. That was, like, interesting ride. And then five minutes later, you'll do something else, and you'll kind of forget about that ride. Yeah, exactly. So it's short-lived excitement, I guess. Because there's, there's nothing to walk away with. I think that the only thing for me was, like, when I was watching, like, oh, interesting. I remember this theme song, or I, remember, I know this location. I know that kind of thing. That's kind of cool. Or, like, some of the dialogue was, like, fun quips from old games or different things like that. But for the most part, just, like, after leaving, I was just like, well, I don't really care about this. I, I sort of wonder if, because they were aiming very young, if we're just, like, right in that, that group that just can't appreciate this movie at all. I don't know. I don't think that's an excuse because there have been other animated films, especially recently, that are for kids or like 
geared towards kids that had a lot better story i mean even thinking about illumination like they did the despicable me movies right and like i haven't watched the i don't know how many are there now and all the like minion movies as well but like the first movie i don't know have you watched it i've seen the first one i've not seen anything else yeah like those have least better story and better character development even though it's like not great but it's still a lot better than this movie so i don't think i can like really say like oh this is a movie for kids and i guess the old adults that grew up playing the original like mario game as a kid like i don't think i can use that excuse because there are other movies from the same studio that are way better than this and they put so much money into this film that i don't know it doesn't doesn't make sense i actually think illumination doesn't spend as much as other animation studios do like i think this movie was made for less than a hundred million dollars i think the budget was a hundred million which is actually i think what i read was this was the biggest budget film they've ever had was in it's 100 million which is low for a cgi animated movie yeah i mean frozen 2 for instance had a, a budget of 150 million and this is mario had the highest which is 100 million for illumination so i think compared to like probably disney and pixar and, and some of these other animated studios i would say that probably a lot of that was going towards hiring all these different voice actors yeah yeah which is actually just one last thing you want to say they're majority just white people yes minus like with the addition of keegan michael key as toad but like i don't know for a movie about italians like italian family i would think that they would maybe have some italian representation or some other diversity within the casting choices of this movie even though i do think that some of the choices they fit really well again going back to jack black as bowser but like i don't know i think they could have had more representation that's all i'll say as well i will say it's a it's a pretty white ip i agree with you you know if it was like an italian person voicing it maybe not the like you know super basic italian jokey accent but like i don't know we could have learned more about the family that could have been interesting there was kind of an interesting dynamic happening in the in the mario family house um that we didn't really get much of i don't know i just this whole movie like i wish there was something to latch on to but it just wasn't about that it was really just about creating these like joyride moments that that's how i feel what is uh what are you thinking in terms of of concession impressions i think it is a hot dog for me for sure I, i was bouncing between either hot dog or raisinets but i think there are two things that kind of give it a hot dog for me is that it, it was slightly satisfying the, the nostalgia it's you know you know you have to, you can hate it but it still gets to you the nostalgia and i think just like seeing mario as like an animated character on the big screen having his movie it it was fun it made me feel like a kid again but i just felt not satisfied at all what about you chase yeah i think i'm i'm in a similar camp i was never like a huge gamer as a child so like i, I don't have that much nostalgia for mario bros but it definitely was a part of my childhood so like i definitely am engaged on that level i enjoyed a lot of the moments i i thought whenever there was like a character doing a voice it was generally good and then the animation was all i thought really top-notch it just was in service of nothing particularly deep or interesting so i'm, I'm with hot dog with you all right hot dogs all the way the mario dog i'm sure that'll be a thing at universal studios for people to pay like 25 dollars for oh no 
Chase, has our podcast just been an advertisement for Universal Studios Mario Land tickets on sale now? If only. I'd take their money. Yep. Universal Studios Mario Land. Open now. Go through, <laughs> go buy tickets. I will say, everyone I've heard that's gone through it, they really enjoyed it. So, Yeah, you hear that, Universal? You can listen to this. We'll send you this, and then you can pay us for, for our advertisement later. Retroactively. After yeah. we've already put it out in the world. Exactly. That's how an advertisement works, right? Sure. Anyways, well, we're here now at your your place, Chase, so I think that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Alrighty. I hope you enjoyed listening to our, this episode of Concession Impressions. What do you think? Do you agree with our ranking? Do you also give it a hot dog? Do you give it something else? Do you give it peanut M&Ms? Do you give it popcorn? Do you give it raisinets? Let us know. Comment online on Instagram or Twitter at Film Cookbook or write a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this and tell us your review. Also, I would love to hear if you you would be interested if Universal made another Nintendo IP. Which IP would you like to see and why? I would love to hear it. So let us know. That's that's going to be it. Chase, anything you want to say? Always avoid the banana peels. Always avoid the banana peels. That's good. I love that. You know. Also, red shells all the way, green shells, you need the skill blue shells that's cheating don't use it all right bye chase i'm glad we won that race by the way so you know good job good job with those banana peels yeah we left a a trail of destruction in our wake and dead bodies (laughs) sure i mean i mean (laughs) all right it always goes so dark at the end (laughs) all right bye and turning back on the radio